Let me get this trash. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Get this uh, mainstream garbage. Oh, you had quite a lot left. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I mean, I was fucking around with shit. That's true. That's what you do. It's all good. It's all good. Saga. good. Saga. It. Sad it. All right. So, oh, buddy. <laughs> We're in for a doozy, mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Um, today is November 4th. Uh, when we're recording this, we won't. We obviously don't know the results of the election right now. And depending on when you're listening to it. No, no. Trump said he won yesterday. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. So and then, then what Biden are we even. Biden said he's winning today. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, so what are we even. What do we even talk Let's about? Pack it up. Okay. All right. Well, just in case those guys are wrong about their their premature <laughs> <laughs> premature uh, emissions uh-huh. um, admissions, mm-hmm. uh, we should probably just talk about some stuff. Okay. That pertains to uh, what's going on. Probably. So, with that in mind, and without further ado. Obi, please introduce the beers for this evening. Today, we have the I Voted Today. This one is by Hourglass Brewing. Um, it's yet another project similar to a beer that we just recently had with the Black is Beautiful, um, where a brewery, this one, um, I think was started by Tired Hands Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um in that same spirit, they invite other breweries to basically within certain parameters, make their own beer and promote this cause. So this cause obviously was to get people to vote. And it seems like it worked <laughs> because yeah. a lot of people voted. We And, and it's all thanks to Hourglass and uh, this collaborative brew. You got to tilt, tilt the mic just enough so that it's you're in it. Go ahead. Is that better? Is that, am I good? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're new at this. I don't know if you guys know. Um, but yes, big props to everyone who was part of this initiative. There are tons of breweries that uh, made their own version of it. But being good friends with the Hourglass crew, uh, we went ahead and are highlighting theirs today. Yes. Shout out to Hourglass. We haven't had them on the show for a little while, mm-hmm. mostly because whenever we go get. Whenever we whenever we feature Hourglass, we usually like to like actually go to the brewery and talk to everybody up there yeah. and kind of you know just get a feel for uh, what they're trying to feature and everything mm-hmm. and 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 you know just just kind of show face and whatnot and and obviously <clears throat> obviously it's been yeah it's been kind of hard to do that most recently and yeah. so but we'll be featuring them uh, a lot more often uh, I think going so. Forward. So, that is the I Voted Today. That's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. My name is Marco Dupa. And this is the Election Day Special One Beer In Podcast. Yeah.
That's it. <laughs> I, I can't get that level of <laughs> that, that, that guttural. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. That, those, were, those were the noises I was, I was making all night. Just watching. Yeah. By myself. <laughs> okay. In the middle of the loft area. Yeah. People were like walking from room to room. Mm-hmm. And they were just like shielding their eyes. Like just, mm-hmm. just, just, uh, just ignore going. it. Just ignore it. And I was just going. You can't see me. <laughs> That's how you get a hernia (laughs) This is the One Beer and Podcast The podcast where two brews crack open a brew And we see where that one brew takes us This is episode 286 And we are glad As always that you guys decided to join us Whenever you did Yep. Because now more than ever We need each other We're a nation divided I want to just lob this question immediately. Okay. Are you one of the people that thinks that if you don't vote, shut the fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> just com- just well, across as, the board. As long as you can. I understand if you're a felon or you're too young, obviously, or you're an immigrant who doesn't have uh, uh, status in America yet. Mm-hmm. Um, totally get it that you can't, obviously. But And I think you still have... You know, you still have a reason to be able to have debates and and complain about things. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, yeah, if I know a lot of people are of the mind of voting doesn't really matter anyway. But I don't know. It's just it's it's one of our it's one of our rights, man. Yeah. If you don't participate, I don't think you really should have a, a place at the table to to talk about it yeah i mean even if you're just going in i know it's not gonna be a very popular opinion right now because of how close this race is but even if you're just going in and writing in who you think would be a good president i mean i still think the act of you trying is enough for you to to buy a ticket to that show you know yeah oh by the way sixty thousand people sixty thousand votes so far that wrote in Kanye West. Wow. And if I knew any of you, punch it, punch it right, right, in the, right in the fucking, right in the melon. Just, just donk, just donkey punch it. Just, mm-hmm. just drop one right on the top of your head. Yeah. Sixty thousand. It'd votes. make a cartoon noise if you did too. Yeah. It would make like a, a <laughs> and then you just, just one big lump. Mm-hmm. It's obviously in the grand scheme of things, especially this election. Yeah. The fact that millions and millions. Yeah, I mean the mo- the most the, the the highest voter turnout of all time, and Joe Biden has Joe, the most. Joe Biden ever. has the most votes of any ever. candidate of all time. So of all time, of all time, and so yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it obviously doesn't matter even a little bit. But it still kind of matters. Yeah, enough that <clears throat> even a small population, even symbolically, even symbolically yeah. for me, I mean, I just feel like if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna try, then you can't talk about it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's just my perspective on things. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can you- have an opinion, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really listen to you for as long as I would somebody who actually went out and voted. Yeah, so do you think that the same, like, like I know this is kind of oversimplifying it a little bit, but 
Sorry, some some somebody just corrected my grammar on something, and, uh, <laughs> and Teddy's not going to stand for that. I'm going to get at him for. I'm going to get at him later. <clears throat> okay. Um, do you think? Do you think that the same rules apply to anything else? For example, if you've never played basketball before, but you know a lot about basketball, you haven't ever participated in and, and again i understand this is oversimplifying it but uh-huh. the tenets still kind of apply mm-hmm. like if you didn't participate do you have a right to then uh give your opinion on something mm-hmm. um yeah I, I, it's totally different <laughs> do you think i a hundred percent think a hundred percent because something like that because that argument always comes up with you know can a critic who's never made the art they're criticizing really have an insight into what it takes to make that art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. And I think we've both agreed that, yes, they do have a right, and they do have an opinion that matters to people. And even if you're not a a director of films, (laughs) you can study them in a way that makes you an expert on them, not on making them, but on the product itself. Mm Mm-hmm. With voting, it doesn't work that way because it's not really experiential. It's not something. It's not a skill uh, to place your opinion on a ballot. Mm, okay, yeah. It's it's a practice. It's something that you, as an American citizen, step up to the plate and go, "I like that person, and I stand for that, and that, and that, and I'm going to put my opinion out there. I know it may not matter in the end of the day, but I'm still doing it. It's yeah. a it's a it's a thing you do even if it it is null and void, you know. Mm-hmm. It's because that's not really that's not really the point, in my opinion. It's more of that you you tried. It's the effort of doing it that matters most in the process. Because mm-hmm. if enough people care, yet in the back of their minds don't think it's going to matter, it may matter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, when people always say things like. Well, your vote doesn't matter anyway. And it's like, well, then why is all of this? Why are we going through all of this? Right. What is the point of all of this? If your point, re- your vote does, doesn't really matter and they're going to pick who they're going to pick and, d- you know, whatever. We don't really have a voice. Then yeah. Why Why would they care so much? Which I mean, why does anybody care? Especially nowadays, I get that impulse to just be like, screw it all. I don't care. I'm. Yeah removing myself from this because it's you know full of vitriol and poison but uh, i think because things are so bad is why people care so much now Mm -hmm. it's because they they feel like they have to and rightly so i think they do i think now is the perfect time to you know begin opening your eyes politically to what your belief systems are you know what policies you align with which ones you don't and really studying who's on the ballot. Yeah. I mean, it's too late now, obviously. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got uh, in two years, you can do that. And then four right. more, you can do that. Well, not four after that. You know what I'm saying? You, you guys understand. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I just I just pose those questions as more of a thought experiment than anything else. Yeah. Uh, because, if, I mean, if, I think, of course, you have to uh, participate in the political process if you're going to. I mean, again, you can have an opinion. You can sure. say whatever you want, but well, the entire I, the entire world does, right? Everyone, yeah. the entire world has an opinion on who the U.S. president is, right? And they can't participate, so correct. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You can. It, it, I don't think. Um, 
I think it's like you said. I'm not going to take your opinion as serious as someone who actually did participate. Mm-hmm. Like you, we can have a roundtable discussion, but if three of the people at the table didn't vote, it's like, well, I'm, I mean, you can say your piece. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but like you didn't, you didn't. I think the difference is when you're talking about MMA, for instance, and you've never fought before, but you're talking about what it means to what it means to be in a fight. Mm-hmm. from what you've seen the the difference is like you said it's 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 the experience you are giving your opinion on something that but so i guess the equivalent would be if 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 i participated enough i myself could be a politician a senator mm-hmm. uh, 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 the president right. i i could actually affect some kind of change if i if i participated more than the next person and so mm-hmm. my opinion would hold more sway than somebody who didn't participate. Right. But that's not the case, obviously. What you're saying is I am I am um expressing how I feel and also I'm I am trying to affect some kind of change in that effort that I've made whether or not it matters in the long run that doesn't matter in m- that immediate action. Yeah. Which is I'm doing this it's just a practice. It's yeah. just the thing that you're doing because it's your right to do it. Yeah. And so it's, it's 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 asked upon you as a US citizen to voice your opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I just I know I know people who didn't vote. I know people who didn't vote in this election. I know mm-hmm. people who didn't vote in any of the other elections. I've been able to vote in 3 in my lifetime so far. And yeah, I mean I know well, 4 now counting no yeah four four now counting this one mm-hmm. obama twice and fucking hillary and now but yeah that's right i voted blue voted blue, blue baby. baby voted blue oh did you see I, I i i talked about it on twitter somebody else highlighted it too but when 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 kanye when he actually vo- so he voted for himself obviously it's what candidates do he wrote himself in um, and then just left the rest of his ballot blank. Completely empty. Just completely. <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, here's the thing. I want to I talk about Kanye for a second before we talk about the stuff that actually matters. Mm-hmm. If you, you can't actually believe that he was taking this seriously at any point, really. No. He... He obviously wasn't. Now, you can listen to him, you know, word vomit on the Joe Rogan podcast. And here's the thing. If you want to look at it from a completely uh, altruistic standpoint, let's just take all our negative feelings about Kanye out for a second, right? And just talk about what he was saying on that show. Like, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's transport back to fucking 2014, when we're big Kanye West fans. Right. And and he goes on the Joe Rogan podcast and says all the things that he says. Minus all of this, we there's no negativity so right now. Mm-hmm. Right now he's I don't know, that's what Yeezus era, maybe a little after that. Yeah, probably. Still a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And he says all of the things that he says on that show. Try to imagine that. Does do those things now? Like, how do those things make you feel 
in that regard? I think there's less immediate negativity around them. Basically, what I'm asking is taking on the merit of them of the words themselves and not what he's done recently. Right. Taking on the merit of what he's actually saying. Mm-hmm. How much stock do we put in those things? How important are they? Did they even mean anything? Do you care? Are they meaningful to you? I mean, largely no. He said a lot of nice things that didn't make much sense. There wasn't a clear path to what he was saying. He's, you know, if you want to be kind, he's a visionary. So he's good at big picture. This is my plan. I want to build a city. I want to build a a future city and, and, you know, very like big Walt Disney style, like, I don't know future thinking um and again very altruistic but uh, i don't see any i i think he i think he i think he envisions like whenever you see old visionaries from like the 40s and 50s and you always see them like in like a you know like a like a big suit and they're walking like they're 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 doing a like a video and the video is like panning and they're walking next to like a um a a, a mock up city uh-huh. of something. They have a pointer. Yeah, and yeah. they're just and they and they kind of just glide their hand across the table of their mm. their mock up utopia. Yeah, and it, it's Walt Disney talking about Epcot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, that's, that's all it is. Yes, like futurists. But again, without anything to back it up. Yeah. Like he's just dreaming about these things and you know, he, he doesn't have the practical knowledge to make any of this happen. Now, of course he's hiring some brilliant people. I'm sure that could get the road underneath him, but coming with, with these ideas without any knowledge of what it takes to get to these places is, I mean, it's insane. Like <laughs> And again, I don't say that to call him crazy. I don't mean that as in like he's mentally ill. I, I'm just saying. How it makes, dare you? I, I'm just trying to clarify here, <laughs> not making fun of his mental status, but it just it makes no sense to trust that he could get these things done without any experience other than being, uh, you know, a visionary, a uh, musician, producer. I don't know, fashion designer, mm. like those things can all help with the creative process, I'm sure. But without being an engineer, without, you know, like understanding the way things work, how much things cost and, you know, logistics around those things. I don't see any way that what he's saying isn't just ramblings and dreams. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing to do, but I'm saying if you're running as president, you're not going to get my support until you can prove that you have that knowledge right, no, or have the yeah. people around you that can provide that. And yeah. it's not just a bunch of these bright eyed utopian thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, even, no, I, even without any of the stuff that he's gotten backlash for recently and things that have soured him to us, um, I'd still feel that way. Yeah. So that makes sense. It, it, it makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I, I, I I don't know. I mean, you you look at one 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 point that he likes to make 
is that the reason that he that he feels like um, he can win, and the re- the reason that he feels so comfortable running, is because Donald Trump won. Right. You know, and and that clearly um, energized him. Yeah. I mean, not only not only did it, um, not only speculative like. That's probably what he thinks, but he, I mean, he's admitted that, like, the reason he is running is because he saw that Donald Trump won and, and yeah. let him know that he could do it. That, uh, I mean, that's, that's a big deal because as crazy as it may seem now, or I guess when he first started running, now, I mean, I, I, I think, one hundred percent, he could win. Sure, I think. I think it's. I think. I think it's very easy. And then, and and then, when you look at the fact that not even being on the ballot, not having a clear campaign that he was running on, I didn't even know who his vice president was. Right. Nothing. He had nothing, and he still convinced sixty thousand people yeah. to write his name in. Yeah. Now, now you know, again, sixty thousand when. I don't know. There was what? The last time I checked, te- I checked, there was almost 200 million votes. So yeah, and and how much of that has to do with the fact that so many people on both sides of the aisle are unhappy with both of the traditional candidates? It has a, it has a ton to do with it. If we were in a, a way more hotly contested, I mean, it's, it's hotly contested now. But I'm saying if we were in uh, an election in which both the Republican and the Democrat options were, you know, people that were respected on both sides more than these like, two well, guys like are. In, like in 2008. I mean, that's uh, Obama held the record from that election right. until Biden broke it. If that were the case, then I don't think Kanye would have gotten nearly as many votes. I mean, I, like Kanye became the meme vote for this year. Right. As as Harambe was right. in the last election, and in a way, how Trump was when he won. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He was the joke pick. I mean, can you imagine how many people voted for him in 2018, thinking that like, well, there's no way he wins, so I'll just do this. 2016. 2016, yes. Yeah. And they were like, "There's no way that he wins. I'm just gonna this is just gonna be a, a troll vote, like because right. there's it's absolutely it's whoops it's ridiculous yeah. to think." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to glean any fucking, you know, uh, uh, mind blowing <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, uh um, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm spacing on words. <laughs> I'm just so, it's I'm, been a rough couple of days. <laughs> fucking, I'm exhausted, dude. <laughs> I didn't realize like how much it was going to affect me, I guess, yeah. you know? Just sitting around, just wanting it to be over, really. Yeah. Just wanting it to, you know, obviously wanting Biden to win, but just wanting it to be done. Just don't want to, I don't want, I didn't want to talk to really anybody about it. Yeah, it's exhausting. I you mean, know. even if you're not completely plugged in, you know, just seeing it on the news 24-7, seeing your Twitter feed exploding with it, um, it's it's exhausting no matter what you want. Yeah. Um, and add in the fact that our <clears throat> current president is a Twitter fiend. Yeah. You know, it's just been non-stop, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, it's, it is tiring. And I, I think, you know, this, this election in particular, people always say, well, you know, we put too much stock into the role of the president of the United States. It's really all about local government and sure the president's our figurehead, but you know, it, it isn't just him or her. It, it doesn't, that's not all that we have as far as leadership and people who get things done really are the, usually the smaller fish, right? But figureheads matter. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just feel, I mean, both of us have very similar political views. So I think we're both kind of, when we, at least when I was seeing the results come in with Trump being a favorite in many states and looking like he's going to take it, um, you know, it was stressful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because to think of, you know, I am not a fan of how the country's been run for the past four years. To think that we have a, we're only at the halfway point now. If you were to win again, and to think of what could happen in that amount of time, yeah. Uh, you keep asking when we're going to hit rock bottom, but it just keeps going further just keep going. we find another basement yeah and it brings a bit of dread i'm not i'm not saying you know everything's the world's going to end if he gets reelected because that's still a very real um option for this the outcome of this election but it would just it would suck <laughs> it would it would it leave would me just, feeling bummed and i understand a lot of people out there don't feel the same way um that's fine but you know, just for my ideals and how I'd like to see the country being run and the the ideals of uh, an ethical leader in the White House. I, I don't know, man. I just want something normal again. Yeah. I want something comfortable. I want something boring. Give, yeah. Give me somebody I could talk to <laughs> if I disagree with their um, positions on policy. Yeah. You know, I don't want a guy that's on Twitter <clears throat> all day who's screaming. Yeah. Uh, so that's my side of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it 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 uh I mean it it it's disappointing. It's not surprising you watch the middle of the country just go straight blood red and you're just like, I mean so, some of those states, I mean, he just decimated yeah. him and 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 you're just I mean, I guess and I should Florida. Oh yeah, I mean it Took Florida. Yeah. Well, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, I mean fuck Florida. I'm so I'm so fucking sick of living here. <laughs> I really am, man. I'm. It's. I'm, well, look, I'm, look. Some of our favorite brewery towns also voted blue. Yeah, you know, no. Orlando here, did. Jacksonville did. Tampa did. Yeah, there. The people that are here that I know and love. The things that I do around here. The bars. The fucking. The 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 city life. The culture. All of that is awesome. But as a state, fuck Florida. <laughs> I'm sick of this fucking place. It's too hot. Yeah, I mean it is too hot. I'm I don't si- like it. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm uncomfortable almost all the time. Constantly just dripping with sweat. I don't like the traffic. I don't like what they're doing to parts of the city. I, I, I just don't. I, I fucking. I don't like this place. I fucking. <laughs> uh, show that Orlando pride. Mm-hmm. It took me a really long time to have pride. Yeah. about living here oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it, th- that's not even like a political stance it just i just didn't fucking when i was a kid i always i mean you know i i, I grew up moving to a bunch of different places army brat army whatever brat, yep and 
this always felt like a pit stop. It never felt like home. It's a vacation spot. Yeah. And I just People don't... never stay here. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. We're not people. No. Mm. So anyway, yeah, he, 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 takes, he takes states that you expect, and then he takes states where you're like, oh, come on. And then and then you know they start flipping blue and then you're like yay and then but it's like it's one of those years where I'm equal parts really um, enthused and really passionate about what's going on mm-hmm. because I'm 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 older now and so I'm paying attention to more things and and this 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 year more than pretty much any other year I've paid attention paid attention to the political process i've done the research I've, I've i've i feel like my vote this year has been more informed mm-hmm. than any vote that i've ever yeah cast yeah same for me too so there's that part of it and then there's the other part of it where it's like you know we know that joe biden's not the perfect candidate right and and you know i'm not i am not going to if and when he does win, my thought process is we hold his feet to the fire and we make sure he's held accountable for the things that he promised on the campaign trail. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that, that still need to change. There's a lot, a lot that needs to be done differently. But I'm not going to start off going... This is the best that we could do. Right, yeah. This is the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Right. Biden, I guess. Like, that kind of apathy doesn't help. No. So you know, The fact of the matter is, that's what we got. Yeah. So, you're choosing between that or a guy who's... I mean, I don't think I'm mincing words when I say trying to dismantle democracy. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. He's trying to get people to stop counting votes. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's literally taking states to court to try to stop them from counting votes. Right. right. All under conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I've, I, feel, I feel like on this show that we, we try to be as reasonable as possible. And it, it obviously, it's hard not to... Lean where you're gonna lean, of course. But I think we're we're pretty blatant when we are giving our opinions that are clearly biased. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I mean, there's some there's some things where it's just like I I just I don't get it, man. How do you how do you look at that and go? Yeah, it's my guy. Four more years of that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a person who dislikes Joe Biden so much that you're like I'm vote I I I I want to participate like we talked about right. And I can't vote for Biden. He's he's a crook. He's uh, he's a career politician who got nothing, nothing done. done. Uh, he's sleepy. So I want, I'm going to give. I just don't see how you can go. But I'm going to give this guy <laughs> four more <laughs> years to to get it right. Yeah. But if that's how you feel, I mean, at least that's better than, and it's only slightly better mm-hmm. than being passionately for what we've had so far. Yeah. I don't know. I think you got to do a lot of mental gymnastics to convince yourself that the past four years have been good. 
overall. Well, I think they could have been good for you, maybe. Well, yeah. And of course, you can't blame Trump for the coronavirus, like for it happening. It wasn't his fault that it happened. I don't think either of us think that. But you have to hold him accountable for his response, slow to response, inadequate response, not listening to the doctors, you know, having his people uh, chant fire Fauci, who's a, a, a he's a non-political figure. <laughs> he's yeah. he's an expert in his field. And the people you've attracted are anti-science and pro-conspiracy theory. Yeah. And there's apparently a lot of them, or at least a lot of people who, again, are willing to turn a blind eye to the fact that his administration straight up lost kids and don't know where they ended up. Lots of abuse allegations from those places that they say are so well maintained, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, they're, they're living better lives now than they ever were. Sure. And then the only rebuttal to that that I've heard is, well, who made those cages? Yeah. It's like, okay, so... Can we at least get to a place where we agree that's inhumane and bad? Yeah. Can we at least get to that realization, that that truth? Well, and the funny thing is that that is the implication when you say something like that. Mm-hmm. When, 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 when you say, hey, man, we're living in hell. And then you go, well, who brought us to hell? Right. And it's like, okay. Who built yeah. the gates to it? <laughs> they they drove the bus that got us here, but we're still here. And you're admitting that it is what I just said it is. Right. You're trying to put the blame on someone else. Exactly. But you're admitting that where we that are. bad. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's. <laughs> it's self-indictment. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. But putting the blame on somebody else. Yeah. And then, I mean, and I mean, this is just, it's just, it's wild man it's wild to see things that you never thought you just never thought would be a part of the process you just i just never thought and like i don't know politics is boring usually and it's by the book when it's at its best (laughs) (laughs) and 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 you see this year fucking um like Donald Trump's son declaring victory in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. before, I mean, they counted like 40% of the vote at that point. And you've, they're just like, we won. Yeah, you've seen that happen from pundits, uh, Tommy Loren. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of people have been doing that. And, you know, that's what we were assuming was going to happen. And it, it has. Because now you energize the base who believes all of Trump's nonsense and will now be hitting the streets. I don't know if you saw, but apparently the Trump campaign has been emailing saying, see, we told you he tried to steal it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have to do yeah. something about this. Please yeah. give us money. And he, well, and he, I mean, basically, well, not basically he did. He tw- he's tweeting like there. I, I saw the, I saw one tweet before, like, I think it was last night where he's like, we're up big. But they're already trying to steal it. And it's like, <laughs> it, how do you guys, how do you guys not see the obvious attempt to sow doubt in the entire process yeah. when it's not going his way? When it's going his way, everything is fine. Like, if dude, if he was up, if you just flip the the roles, mm-hmm. there's no way he'd be counting for. He'd be no, asking for a recount. Not. Of course not. Why would he? I mean, obviously, why would he? But 
if we're actually talking about counting all the votes, getting it right, you know, uh, doing the political process the way that it's supposed to be done, then you would want the entire thing counted out regardless of uh, who's going to win. Right. And that's not the case. Yeah. You're, he's, he's sowing seeds of doubt in states that he hasn't even lost yet. It, it's like... Yeah, it's a, it's an insurance policy. Yeah. So if he does lose, oh, it was crooked. I told you. Yeah. And if he wins, uh, it may have been crooked, but we still showed up enough that I won right. it. They tried to steal it, but they couldn't. They couldn't. As you can see, I'm not doing my Trump impression. No, not today. It's retired. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's think retired it's... for now. Hopefully, hopefully it's retired forever. Hopefully, oh, I never have to do it again. If you have any illusion that Donald Trump is going anywhere, win, lose, or draw. I got something else to tell you. I don't think he's going anywhere, but I think that at least when he shows up on TV, I can just go. We can change his channel. Yeah, (laughs) just move right along and go. Oh, it's that crazy person back on the TV again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch something else. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see. I saw somebody say, uh, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, uh, I, I kind of hope that if he does lose, he just goes scorched earth on Mm -hmm. on Republicans. Yeah. And I would kind of love to see that too. He <laughs> we just would love to see it. He would just. I mean, because the thing is, we're 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 counting down between if he wins, how many of the Republicans, you know, rest in the pale bosom of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and if he loses, how many of these fucking rats scurry to the under ship. the fucking core co- uh, cupboards and shit. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to see that punk ass bitch Marco Rubio <sighs> open his bitch ass face and act like he wasn't fucking just uh-huh. licking that boot. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Marco Rubio. Fuck you. Sorry. I mean, I <laughs> I think as a Marco, you have every right to say that yeah. first and foremost. You 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 you're giving us a bad name. Literally, <laughs> you piece of shit. Also, fuck you, Marco. <laughs> you are a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. You can go fuck yourself. I can't wait to see the Lindsey Grahams just scurry. Mm-hmm. Or if he wins, it'll be interesting to see how many of them are just like, told you. Yeah. Told you so. Yep. I told you. It's all right. It felt good. That felt good. That felt good yeah. to tell him to yeah, go yeah, fuck yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Because I just I see him quote quoting scripture and shit, and it's just like, oh, the the slime ball, oh, fucking slime ball, just this slimy, just greasy, cheese eating rat bastard. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's all right. Now's the time. <laughs> How does that not? How does that not piss anybody else off? I mean, I know it, it obviously pisses it pisses us off, but people, religious people, true religious people, not evangelicals, not people who you know use God to 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 say you know, Trump Trump is fucking savior. <laughs> that, that the idea oh, yeah. <laughs> that God was like, You're this the is the God. You're the chosen one, dude. I love more than. Any time in history, ever really, 
um, the imagery of Donald Trump from from some of these people is yeah. like no one ever deified Obama no. or or any other president really ever. You don't you just don't see the ridiculous like it it is it's they always they always paint him with like Sylvester Stallone's body. I was gonna say it's ironic that they put his face on Rambo all the time. A Vietnam vet? Yeah. Funny. A disillusioned PTSD suffering mm-hmm. Vietnam vet. Right. Uh Mr uh uh was it uh Bone Spurs? Bone Spurs. Mr. Bone Spurs. Old bone Spurs. Mhm. Yeah, that's a that's a real tough guy there. Or they have him like riding an eagle into the sunset. Yeah. Or or oftentimes unironically. <laughs> And or 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 just these these images Solemn, of, of yeah his, with his, uh, clutching the American flag, people like draping something over him, yeah. Jesus with his hand on his shoulder. Yep, yep. The imagery is just fucking. It's like, like okay, if you're a Trump supporter and you're looking at it like he's brought jobs back to this country and. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. He's going to defend the Second Amendment, and he's against... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, you know, all of these things, you still have to admit that he's, like, a shitty human being. Yeah. yeah. That At the very least, you wouldn't deify him. No. You wouldn't have a picture of him on your wall going there there's my guy he's objectively not well spoken yeah like i don't care i don't care what your beliefs are i don't care if but that's what people <coughs> that's what people like about him though exactly and that's that's <laughs> what makes him made out of teflon it's, it's because people want somebody who misspells polls <laughs> when he's talking about the polls it's like come on Spelled balls, and, and I don't know why. None I, of that shit matters. I, I think maybe it, maybe it instills this belief that they can be there someday too. I think it's less. I think it's less aspirational than it is. Um. Or I guess I should say it's less inspirational. More no, 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 aspirations. Because you would aspire to be something like that. It's less aspirational. I don't think that there are people who see him and say, see, he did it. I can do it. I think that they see him and go, finally, one of us is there representing for us. How how do you say that with a straight face if you're not a New York billionaire? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's... He's not one of you. He's not a, a farmland guy with bristled hands who's been working his field for decades. Wouldn't step foot. Wouldn't no, step foot on a fucking no, place like no, that. No, no, not in his lifetime. Yeah. You think he really cares? You think he really cares about the heartland? You think he really cares about coal miners? You really think he gives a damn about anyone but himself? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I could be wrong, but everything that I've seen from him kind of shows him as a narcissist, mm-hmm. maybe, potentially. He could be sowing doubt in the entire democratic process just because he's too vain to lose, maybe. So he's trying to take down the ship with him, maybe. 
I don't know. That's my perspective. I'm sure you <laughs> that, have your own. That's my perspective. All right. <clears throat> let's talk. Let's let's get off of Trump. Please, for a please. Let's talk about the process itself. I'm, or rather, now that we're here, and you know, hopefully by the time you guys are listening to this, we're at least one step closer. I mean, if he if if Joe Biden wins Nevada or Pennsylvania. The, the the whole thing's over. We don't have to. Well, they're going to do revotes or yeah, re-votes, recounts, or recounts. And, and all that yeah, jazz. Yeah. Right. I, I understand that, but we would have a a president elect. Mm-hmm. It'll go to the courts. It's going to go to the courts regardless. You know, past all of that, um, just just the, the 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 I guess the feeling of of all of this. You know, when when like, did it feel good to vote? No, <laughs> not really. In, in a way it did, but I did so with little hope in my heart, if I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. I fully expected Trump to take it back. Um, I, I'm not sure why. <clears throat> I think maybe just living in Florida. Four years from now, what what would you, what is the ideal candidate? Obviously, I'm not asking you to go down the list of, of policies and things like that, but as much as you can really, what what, what is the guy that, would make you passionate about voting. Would you're running to the polls? This guy's got to be in office. Um, I would say somebody who is, I don't know, um, strong on human rights. Um, I know we just fixed minimum wage in Florida, so that's a big one. Legalizing marijuana Hold recreationally. On. Florida, I take back some of my vitriol from earlier <laughs> because that was really cool that we that did was that. Cool. So yeah. I take back some of it. A little bit. It's still really hot here. Yeah. Okay. Um, decriminalizing marijuana um, recreational use. On a I federal think. level. Yeah. Yeah. Recreational use across the board, I think, is appropriate and I think will bring a lot of money in. Um, working to. That's part of Joe Biden's platform, by the way. I don't know a lot of people. I don't know why he he just kind of snuck it into his platform. Interesting, but it's part of it. That's interesting because when I tuned into him before, like maybe like a year ago or something, he was staunchly against it. Yep, that was one of the reasons why I didn't vote for him in the prime right. in the primary. Like right. I was not. That was a big reason because yeah. not only just you know. I don't care about fucking, I need to smoke my putt, man. Mm. I don't care about that. What I care about is decriminalization and also day one letting out everybody on a, on a small-time drug offense. The yeah. fact that there's any human beings who are behind bars right now while, you know, fucking Sally and Karen up the street are starting their CBD business. Yeah. Just every time I think about it, it makes me want to fucking just break things yeah. and people. Yep. It's, it drives me crazy. Yep. Um, so yeah, that be, that is part of his platform now. I was watching, I don't remember what it was, but it was like rolling through all of his platforms, and mm-hmm. that was part of it. And I was like, huh, let me sneak that in there, could've, old sneaky Joe. Could have sold that a little stronger for me. I, yeah, for sure. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I don't know why it was like well, this thing just kind of slipped in, especially there. with Harris as his running mate. Like she is notorious for being tough on drug offenses. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I don't like her very much, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, that would be a big one for me. Uh, I mean, no question, same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Keep that going. Um, pro-choice, keep that. Uh, and, I mean, I, I think just kind of taking a different look at the entire immigration process you know making it so people aren't treated like cattle and just having some sense of human rights on the border Mm. frankly um you know we want to keep criminals out of course and we want to keep our borders safe but you know just somebody who doesn't look at our neighbors as animals or uh, completely blanket judges them as rapists and murderers mm. would be nice uh <laughs> that'd be nice yeah and and somebody just who's respected for their foreign policy i think is huge too yeah because i think we've taken so many steps down and and isolated and and become xenophobic i mean outside of the pandemic um yeah. to once really good friends of ours uh, across the world and i think that we're stronger as you know partners with other countries who have similar beliefs and similar ethics and we can you know yeah. make some deals with baby yeah so I, I don't know i mean i take a very humanist humanistic approach to leadership so you know if you're being good to people and you know sure you know do what you can for the economy of course uh try to make it in america figure out ways to do that but at the same time i think it's we should take a people first approach make sure that people are getting the health care they need um and all that fun stuff yeah so that's it for me yeah yeah playstation 5 for every household (laughs) yeah i mean free beer fridays i tend to agree with pretty much all of that um a charismatic leader obviously somebody who can who, who who can influence things more so than you know, you, you, somebody with with good foreign policy, somebody who is 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 respected when they walk into a room. Not yep. not, you know, you you these past four years, it's like you 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 see um, leaders from f- foreign nations after the fact w- laughing, right? Laughing at him, yeah, because he's. A- <laughs> He's a clown. Um, so yeah, you know. I don't want to go back to. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, I mean, I would like the opposite of that mm-hmm. going forward. Let, let me add one more too. Somebody younger, way younger. Somebody younger with some vitality to them, some mm-hmm. life about them, some spark in their eyes, energy. Yeah, you know, because I I just feel like it would be so nice to see somebody that you know isn't stuck in the past, but can can. <clears throat> still respect you know uh uh the people who are afraid of drastic change but mm-hmm. at the same time you know be able to 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 live in the now and not have to deal with you know being an okay boomer yeah. <laughs> so much yeah i mean I, yeah i yeah i would i would prefer honestly i would prefer somebody who is um who is not afraid to first of all this is what i want going forward i want a i want a candidate that's as transparent as possible i think we're at a point now where you know back back years ago 
politics was this like dirty thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it still is dirty. And, and yeah. most of the people that are part of it, if not all of the people that are part of it are dirty. But I think that young the, the younger that people get into politics, the less they have dirt on their hands, really. And the more that they are transparent from the jump, the better, I think. I think we're at a point now where with, with just information technology and the way that 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 all of that, that data is shared and and the way that we basically don't have any rights when you really think about it um it's 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 jarring to not know a lot of the things that we still don't know about politicians mm-hmm. and how how things are run and how and how decisions get made right uh, I think all of all. The, I think the entire process should become as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. When, when you're trying to say, um, there, there is, there is absolutely no reason why, uh, coronavirus relief, for instance, they're going back and forth, um, Pelosi, and and the Trump administration, they're going back and forth about. Um, what what they want to include in the, uh, the package, relief and and you know. and also how much they want to give, and, right? But they're both trying to sneak in stuff, right? Outside of well, that. that's what they're accusing each other of, right? Right, right. And we don't know who to believe yeah. because if you you can believe Nancy's Nancy and and <laughs> there's a lot of evidence to believe that Trump would do something like that, but at the same time, Nancy Pelosi is a fucking politician, yeah. And she's going to try to get her shit in, too. So there is no reason for you to not believe that she would do the same fucking thing. Of course. You, you shouldn't at, trust any of them. At the detriment to all of us. For sure. And the benefit of the party. Right. And that's not what we're voting for. We're not voting for the party. We're voting for the people. Right. So. And, and I don't. Yeah. It's like I don't care if you don't believe in the coronavirus. Like if you need that help, you need that help. Because right. because there are people who. Have lost their jobs at the at, because of the pandemic, and of it's course. you know there's there's it, whether they believed in it or not, whether they think it's real or whatever, they still lost their job. Yeah. So it's not I don't care about your fucking anyway. The unemployment's real, right? So I I want the process to be as transparent as possible, and I want and I want somebody who is like you said younger, uh, with more vitality, and and somebody who is enthusiastic about the process and not. I am I'm I'm just tired of old white dudes, man. I mean, you could be a white dude, just, just in, don't be old. <laughs> just in general. I mean, yeah, just in general, but yeah, I'm just I'm just I we want We do live in Florida. I want There's lots of old white dudes. I, I want somebody yeah, for sure. They're they're around every fucking corner. I want someone who is progressive, but not and I don't mean like well, I do mean in the, in that in that political sense of the word, but I also mean in the literal sense of the word, that they are trying to move things forward, that we're not constantly going, this idea that things need to be done the way that the founding fathers did it, Mm -hmm. it's just so fucking ridiculous to me. And I'm so sick of every politician having to pander to the the last generation because that's what they're stuck on. Look, they're going to die. Okay, is that a threat? <laughs> oh, big time! They're gonna, they're gonna die. They're gonna die. They're not gonna be around much longer. 
okay? The people that, that, that you're pandering to when it comes to, they're a constant, like with um, Amy Barrett. Mm-hmm. She's a constitutionalist. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. I understand that the Constitution is incredibly important to the foundation of this country and the things that are written in it are tenets that we still abide by to this day. I understand how important it is. At the same time, it's 2020. Mm-hmm. Those dudes who had wooden teeth had no idea the limits that we were go- that we were going to achieve and are still achieving right now. They just had no idea. Yeah. I just wish that we could stop looking backwards all the yeah. time. We're always looking backwards. I'm so sick of it. And I think that comes from a largely Christian conservative viewpoint where, you know, you look at the Bible and it's this timeless document that will forever be relevant, that can never be altered, right? Right. Conceptually. Yeah, yeah. Because it has changed a lot. Well, nobody wants to talk about that. Right. But they look at the Constitution the same way as this infallible, God-sent scripture that we must follow. And it's not the same because, and and you're, you're absolutely right, and that is the thing that bothers me the most. It's like, okay, if you are a religious person and you believe that the Bible is the word of God, okay, you have an argument there, right? Because God would be all-knowing and all-seeing and would be able to say, like, you, the, the words in this will work forever. And that makes sense mm-hmm. in, in, in relative terms. Right. But using that as your argument as to why the Constitution still works is ludicrous. Right. Because they just, they would not be able to fathom. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a great um, foundation on yeah. which we've already built upon amendments, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to think that that document is infallible in some way, I mean, brilliant minds created this country, right? But to think that that will always be like everything within that document will 100% be gospel forever and ever and not need to be updated in any way. I don't know. Seems a little ridiculous, especially because we do have amendments. Yeah. I mean, we've done it before. Like, (laughs) So to pretend like amendments are a bad thing, I think is kind of dumb. Yeah. Maybe maybe I I don't understand the. Amy Coney Barrett's perspective on that. I've honestly tuned out on her because everything I've heard up to this point, I've been unhappy with. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's funny that they're like, well, I mean, we can't change the thing. And it's like the, the shit that you love the most about it is changes to it. Yeah. So what do we want from, let's say that Joe Biden does win. Okay. What do we want from him? We have four years, and you know at every turn, your Republican friends are going to be like, see, told you, mm-hmm. told you. Um, I want basically everything I was talking about, <laughs> about who would who would energize me. Um, I want reform with the United States drug policies. 
Uh, I want people taken out of prison for nonviolent crimes, uh, drug-related. Um, I want... I mean, a more progressive perspective on social issues. I want us to be able to come to terms with the fact that there is systemic racism still. Black Lives Matter is not a terrorist organization. Um, you know, police reform, taking a serious look at that. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, and then obviously fixing the entire situation that we have on the border with kids in cages. Uh, it's just unacceptable. I, mean, I like I like what you said about taking a really hard, long look at immigration, the entire process. Mm -hmm. And and if there is any way to just completely revamp the entire process, I'm, I'm for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> uh, do you think, honestly, that we'll get any of that? Maybe one, maybe one of those <laughs> things. I, I, I think that if uh, if Biden wins, I think that we will because he's already promised to put an act uh, special task force task force them, yeah. to find those kids and figure out what the hell we're doing on the border. So, you know, I don't see much pushback against that, but I I think that Trump has so seriously screwed with all of the political spectrum that we're going to be seeing four years of Republicans trying to stop Biden at every turn and yeah. they very well can. So I think we're going to see a lot of repercussions for Biden winning if he does win. Yeah. And of course it's going to be blamed on him for again being this say a lot do nothing politician um but you know deals are gonna have to be made and i'm not sure if they're going to be given the vitriol we're coming out of with the trump era and i mean that goes for <laughs> even moving forward from here even if he even if biden does or does lose and we have trump again after trump i don't really know where we go yeah because it's been so polarized uh, everything every policy because again it's become an ethical issue as opposed to just a political one where do you stand on this because that determines the the really your character at the end of the day as a person and that's why people get so personally affected by who you voted for yeah it's not a normal election I think people need to realize that it's, this is not a normal election. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to be hopeful, isn't it? A little bit. So I'm going to have another beer. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> I think we kind of have said our piece. I think so. Mm. Unless you have anything to add with what you would want Biden to. Uh, no, I mean, you pretty much said. Or what you think he would actually be able to get done. You pretty much said it. Okay. What I think he what I think he'll be able to get done. <clears throat> um see the thing is sounding uh hopeful nowadays makes you sound naive yeah especially about the uh the the political process now 
I mean, you tell somebody like, hey, you'll be able to do this, this, and this. And it's like, get a, get a grip, dude. Right. Have you been paying attention? But I honestly believe that him being who he is, coming from where he comes from, and just being a guy that I think the reason that he pulled in so many votes was two reasons. I think there was a lot of people not voting for him, but voting against Trump. Right. But I also believe that there was a lot of people that said, I'm good with center left. Yeah. I can I can rock with this. This guy seems to look at things the way that I do. I mean, he's not like fucking it 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 it, it was it's always batshit crazy when you see the right talking about the radical left and right. Joe Biden is gonna turn this country into this socialist regime. It's Welcome like who, to Venezuela. Who are you what are we looking at the same guy? Are we looking at the same guy? Joe Biden's an old white man like you. <laughs> yeah, you should be happy He's about this. He's not going to hurt you. He's not going to hurt you. It's okay. He's going to do, okay. do right by you. He's going to do right by you. The black lady's nice. Don't worry. She used to be a cop. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, dude. You're looking at what is like almost the ideal two candidates, really. Yeah. No, so. On paper. Unless, uh, I mean, it would have been better if he was like 10 years younger, but... Yeah, yeah, I think that would have brought in even more people. But I'm just saying, like, a per- I think that Joe Biden is a guy that actually could reach across the aisle because yeah. I think that he would enthusiastically try to. Yeah. Versus, I think that there was a lot of pushback on Obama for, um, I think for personal reasons. I mm-hmm. think a lot of them just didn't like him, and I think that. Um, I think that he, you know, he tried he tried to do some radical things and they 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 just didn't rock with it. But I mm-hmm. think that Joe Biden is a guy who they 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 could look at and be like, "All right. Well, well, I'll talk to him." On the Obama ticket, Joe Biden was the anchor for, right. for the people who were afraid of the young, more radical black guy. Right. At least we got Joe. Exactly. So now they have Joe in the spotlight. Mhm. And then somebody younger and black. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. Yeah. So I I say naively, I think that he, I think he'll be able to get more done than than people are going to give him credit for. Maybe. Could be. Good point. And this is, I mean, I I would much rather be cynical. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. But (laughs) there's just a part of me that's like. You have to hope for the both of us. Yeah. 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 Because at this point, I think that, I don't know. I still don't believe that biden has it in the bag no 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 i know i know i know i know and we're talking all this shit and then you know next episode we could be going (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so um i mean we we're at an hour but we could talk about mando if you want i kind of want to do you want to let's just do it yeah let's do a quick quick review of the first episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah. I think when people look at the segments of this episode, they'll see fucking... Yeah. And, then, and they're like, boop. <laughs> and they'll go, you know what? I'll listen to that 15 minutes. Know, let's go to Mandalorian. <laughs> so if you're just joining us... Uh, hello. <laughs> because you're here just to talk about The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, back again. Yeah. So so Season 2, The Mandalorian, it's back. And, um, I mean, you know, baby, do the hand thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
I mean, they they just they're they're back doing exactly what the fuck uh, what the what they were doing in season one. I'm 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 happy that there wasn't some weird tonal shift. Are we are we saying spoilers for this or keeping it? Uh, no. I mean, because there's some big shit that happened in this yeah. episode. Yeah, uh, that's a spoiler in and of itself. Yeah. Spoilers, because I want to talk about it. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil uh, season two. Episode, uh, episode one. one. <laughs> Not the whole season. Not the entire obviously. season. So, yeah. I mean, it, it just, no, no weird, like, tonal shift. No. Uh, they just kind of get right back into. Well, yeah. What I liked was it, it was, like, the next chapter. Yeah. Literally, it was chapter nine it's or chapter something nine, like that. Yeah. yeah. It just continued. The, the yeah. narrative just continues. Right. So. I dig that. It <clears throat> um, obviously is still going to look amazing. Um, it's just fun to be back in that world again. Yeah. You know? He's just, he sees, he's, he's like a, uh, he's like a Master Chief. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he is, he's this incredible character because you can almost, he, he's so, per, uh, 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 um, I was gonna. I was trying to think of the word. Like he, he's basically formless, mm-hmm. so you can kind of put yourself in his shoes. You can kind of see he's he's our moral compass almost. Right. And um, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, and then there's other times where he, where he's not, and that's where it gets interesting mm-hmm. because he's not a perfect character. He's not, uh, and he's not a good guy. No. You know, and and. There, I mean, oh, in this episode, I mean, he was willing to uh, take Boba's armor off of Timothy Oliphant's cold, dead body. Yeah. Like, he wasn't there to fucking strike a deal. He was like, take it off or I'm taking it mm-hmm. off. Which is, first of all, That's it's, mine. it's still dope as fuck. Yeah. I love that the main character is like this killer. Yeah. You know, and he's obviously... It's always fun to have like the anti-hero who's also got like the soft spot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cliche, but it's like whatever. It's still it's fun. It works. It does. Yeah. It does. It's one of those clichés or this show I guess is is clichéd but in a way that's like yeah, but the way that they execute it so mm-hmm. far. It's just Well, and then placing it into the world, the larger world of Star Wars really makes a big difference. Yeah. Because it it brings so much heft to everything. Because you yeah. know the larger world you're dealing with. Uh, when when they said that they're going back to Tatooine, I was like, "Really? Mm-hmm. Again? We're gonna do that again?" Yeah. But the fact that it paid off with obviously the reveal of Boba Fett's armor, and then what we can assume at the very end is actually Boba Fett. Boba. Uh, Boba. What? Well, it's not Django. Yeah. But I mean, it could could be like a, a clone, another clone of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the there's always been those um, rumors that persisted that George Lucas always wanted Boba to survive, or that he understood too late how, how cool. much people. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he was like, no, no, no. He, he got out of there. He fucking he he, he did Boba Fett wrong. Yep, absolutely. He killed him like a cartoon character. And and what's crazy is how he how George Lucas seems to in some moments have godlike foresight. Yeah. And then in other moments it's Completely like he doesn't clueless. know what he wrote. 
Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. How can how, dog? The minute he's on screen, you're like, "Well, who's that guy? Mm-hmm. I want I want to know his entire story. He yeah. looks cool. He's a bounty hunter. Even his name, Boba Fett, for some reason is just a cool it's name. Perfect. Yeah. Everything about him is perfect. Yep. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Didn't know what he had. And then and then once he realized it, then he shoehorned in a bunch of other shit where it's like, "Guys, seriously, you liked Boba?" Django, and mm-hmm. we're gonna get clones, and we're, he's gonna be here, he's gonna be there, and then he's gonna die. But then we're gonna bring him back again. And it's like you already yeah. fucked up, okay? Yeah. Killing him again, <laughs> in again a very not cool way right. for him to go. Yeah. Did, it didn't didn't help. Didn't help yourself. Yeah, old George. But I do like how the show really. Uh, expands the Mandalorian lore so much. Yeah. It, it's something that I've always found really cool that we, and I, I'm sure it's been explored in like extended universe stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not a nerd. So <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Fucking nerd. But um, yeah, I just, I'm really curious. That's, that's what has me uh, most into the show is learning more about that culture and, you know, they're kind of like uh, vagabond, Ronin nature. Yeah. Um, well, like there's there's the part where he steps into the uh, Mo's uh, Mo's something. I forgot what they called it. The mm-hmm. the the air the new area the new Mo's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he steps in and tsh, tsh, you hear his fucking mm-hmm. uh, spurs jangling, yeah. and you're like, you didn't have to put that, but by God, I'm glad you did. Yeah. I just, you know, such a fun detail that they mm-hmm. threw in there. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, as far as an episode goes, it was it was really entertaining. It had a lot of um, a lot of action. <coughs> get mm-hmm. get a lot more with the sand people. Mm-hmm. And dragon. Uh, um, Timothy Oliphant's awesome. Yeah, in everything oh, that he does, it. he's great in it. You know, when he shows up in the armor, and it's like it's like ill-fitting and yeah. kind of janky you're like what yeah I, at first i was like oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> there's no way mando looks the way that he looks and then they're gonna disrespect boba like mm-hmm. that no way and then he opens his mouth and you're like that's definitely timothy yeah. like he's got that in uh unmistakable voice and yeah the the like you said expanding the lore is very interesting to see like um Taking this character that was uh, d- didn't get the justice that he deserved, it feels like now they are really giving them, giving him that, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's fun. Yeah. That's fun to see how they do that. Yeah, I heard that they're taking it a bit more into the realm of uh, you know less adventure of the week style and having more of a overarching storyline throughout it all. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I would be happy with. I I prefer that kind of TV storytelling. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I like I like what they were doing in the first season. Yeah, like there's obviously the arc, mm-hmm. but I like Adventure of the Week too. Yeah, like I don't like I I don't like you know two hundred episode police procedural mm-hmm. uh, Adventure of the Week, but it being a 
limited series. Yeah. I think that, you know, doing fun, you know, kind of off the beaten path stuff and at the same time continuing the narrative. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's true. I, I I wouldn't be mad if they went back to how season one was because we don't know for sure how this season's going to go. Mm-hmm. But um, I just felt like there was more. You could tell which episodes were like the big ones, you know? Yes, yes. I think it was a little too obvious where they were like, all right, we're going to continue the story now. Right. And, and there were, were there were clear like side <clears throat> stories that felt like side missions in the game. Yeah. And, you know, more times than not, those little, you know, side stories worked out. I, I liked the vast majority of the episodes, but I feel like the weakest ones were the ones that were so like completely far removed from the mm-hmm. main overarching uh, plot line. Mm-hmm. So. I just I don't want it to I don't want it to fall into what all these shows do, which is basically the season is it's a 10 hour movie. Okay. You know, and and I I understand that that's the way that that a lot of these shows are written now. I get that. But I don't know. I think that that was part of the show's charm in the first season was mm-hmm. that it wasn't like that. Yeah. So I I would I personally would prefer that it didn't go down this path of all right, each episode is going to just continue this narrative. Because the other thing is, with their release schedule, uh, it works better that it's more Adventure of the Week mixed with continuing the narrative than mm-hmm. it does. Like, all of these shows, part of the reason that they're written the way that they are is because the writers know that everything's going to drop at the same time, that it's going to yeah, literally be yeah, a 10-hour, yeah. 12-hour movie. Right. So they write it that way. But if you have an opportunity to go, all right, you get to sit with this for a week. I think, you know, kind of gives it, 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 it. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the way that um, these things should be? <clears throat> and so, like, okay, I'll give you a good example. The Boys. Yeah. I delayed watching The Boys week to week mm-hmm. for the sole reason that it is a show like that. Right. Which is, why, why would I wait for each week? But that's how, like, that's how conversations were sparked for, like, Breaking Bad. That's true. But at the same time, who I ain't talking to nobody, man. <laughs> Dog, there's nobody at my job that watches The Boys. Oh, man. I get, dude, I they get should. to. Bro, I get to work. And it's like nobody watches anything, dude. Mm. Like, the. Nobody... Have you seen the latest Young Sheldon? <laughs> they don't watch fucking. They don't watch any sports. Nobody. Nobody wants to talk about sports. So I can't. I don't have no, that. You must be in hell. I mean, there's. It's just big. Yeah, dude. I mean, Saturday rolls around. These big UFC fights. You know, I I, I talk to the people that I talk to, and then once I get to work, it's just like, well, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> I mean, I fucking watch Anderson Silva get his shit rocked. Hopefully for the last time. But I, I don't. No one wants to talk about that. Yeah. No Ooh. one's touched. Nobody's watching Mando. Nobody's watching the boys. Stuff like that. You know, they're watching. You know, like one of my coworkers, she's like, "You gotta watch Ozark. You gotta watch Ozark. You gotta watch." And it's like, I fine, I get it, but I'm gonna go back and watch these three seasons so that I can catch up, so that right. we can talk about. Like, I don't want to do that. It's a lot. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna watch it just so that I can fucking water cool it with somebody. Yeah. No. Which, again, you can't really with Ozark because it's all out. Exactly. Unless 
you're talking to them the like week after it came out. And also it's one of those binge shows. Right. So it's like, okay, if I didn't binge the whole thing, then we still really can't talk right. about it. I'm on season two, episode three. Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, you're so close. And it's like, oh, cool, go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But episode to episode kind of things, yeah. you can have those conversations. Because they're contained. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we can have a full-on, like... I'm, then uh, it, I'm a big Buffy and Angel boy, and that's how that those shows were, is, is Monster of the Week. Yeah. Uh, for the most, but and in some episodes they had an overarching story. All right, it's making a lot of sense here. It's making a lot of sense here. Okay, okay, all right. I, I'm again. I wouldn't be mad if they went that route again. I'm just saying, you know, if they had this big overarching main story that we advance at least a little bit every single episode, I think that's preferred for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it that. Yeah, just seeing the guy who played Django play boba it's interesting because the original boba fett was just like some balding white dude yeah (laughs) he looked like a janitor Mm -hmm. when you saw him without his helmet and i always pictured him as like this gruff new zealander (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i kind of pictured him looking like timothy oliphant Mm. i mean obviously way less sexy but like just I'm not afraid to say it. The guy's a fucking... Oh, of course. I was smokehouse. I was just wondering why you weren't picturing Boba Fett as sexy because, under that armor. Well, because he's a, he's a bounty hunter, and so he's just like, you know, he, he's just like this gruff fucking, mm. you know... I don't know. Mm. In uh, in Jedi, he's he's up there with the honeys. That's true. Yeah. He is. Uh-huh. He's fucking macking on them. You're sure absolutely is. right. Uh-huh. I take that back. You're yep. right. You're I mean, right. Maybe it's because he has all that money from Darth Vader, but... But he's still, yeah. he's like, we'll see you later, bitch. I got some shit to do. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, 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 I pictured him like that. It's interesting to picture him, first of all, as a brown person. Uh, yeah. I wonder if anything comes of that. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if that's a conscious decision. I wonder if, um, because, you know, they could, they could have brought Boba back. And had him in his armor the whole time. They didn't have to do this narrative, which is what it looks like they're doing, with you know having him uh, maskless or helmetless and are armorless. We going, armorless. Yeah. Are we going to confront the fact that Boba is not a Mandalorian and that he stole that armor, or are they going to change the narrative and mm-hmm. say that he is a Mandalorian? Yeah, because we don't know what the Mandalorians look like. Right. Right. The, the the true Mandalorians, I guess. Right. Even though they say it's, you know, it's not a like a race, but it's a whatever. Whatever the line was. I don't, I don't remember either. But, yeah. I don't know. It's inter- It's, it's going to be fun to see what direction they take it in. I really hope they don't drag it out too long. I don't want that to be like, I don't want to, like, have that mystery planted this episode and not get back to it until, like, episode five. I agree. Uh, that'd be frustrating to me. Yeah. And just, just from a uh, narrative standpoint, not from a, I need to know what happens, yeah. but just like, why are we going to drag this out? Right. You know, it, what is he going to watch him from the mountains every episode until he finally comes down? And it's yeah. like, yeah, so it's already been teased where you see that just the legs walking up to something. Yeah. yeah. Well, wh- and, and, and why would we, uh, 
why would he just be why would he just be there watching him the whole time right like he's obviously it matters mm-hmm. so just let's act on it quicker yeah let's not make yeah. that a thing let's get there yeah so all in all i think great return to form fantastic season two episode one I agree. Good start. It's yeah. got me hooked. It feels good to be back, baby. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. All right. See, there's some levity. Yeah. There you go. That was about. That was almost thirty minutes. See? Perfect. We yeah, did that. talking about we, Star Wars. We did. Yeah. That's all. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And you can get a whole another hour out of us. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we should probably go ahead and review these beers, and then and then just go back to staring at a map of the United States. Let's do it. Red uh, and blue, baby. So, tonight's brew was the I Voted Today, a collaboration between Hourglass and I Space on the name of Tired Hands Brewing. There it is. <clears throat> Out of Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Ardmore. It is a DH, DDH, excuse me, American Pale Ale. Obi, what did you think? Um. This is a solid guy here. Solid guy. It's very solid. It's a solid guy. Um, and then blow my socks off or anything. It's just hoppy. Uh, very hop forward. Um, but again, the first the first thing that came to mind is solid. It's very solid. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say four. But I'm going to give it a four and a half just because I am a fan of that hot forward flavor. I wasn't expecting as much of that hot forward flavor because it's just a pale ale, not an IPA. But I think because it's a double dry hopped, which is what I think what DDH stands double for. Dry it gives a little extra over the top, which I, I for one, enjoy. So if you're a, if you're a hop head, hop heads, uh, check this baby out because it's um, it's it's a no must, no fuss, but. Has has that hoppy flavor I enjoy personally. So I'm going to give it a 4.5. Back to you, Mark. Hold on. What are you looking at? Uh, I will give it a uh, 4.5 also. Um, because I, I, I was leaning towards 4. And then, um, and then I thought to myself, like, if if I went, if I went up to Hourglass, and I was thinking about like, uh, what, what which beers would I get? I'm thinking, you know what, I would get this again, just yeah. to kind of like, if, if if you just need something to kind of sip on while you're hanging out at the bar, talking to somebody, just having a good time, like I would get this again. This is a very, like you said, uh, it's a solid guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a, a solid, solid guy. guy. So I would, I would, that bumped it up to me in my eyes, from just being like. Just a regular old hoppy APA to, I would get this again. I would recommend this as not just a novelty beer for the election, but as a very solid selection that you could get at any point. Uh, There you go. That's my... I do assume that it is limited, though. Yeah, yeah. I can only assume that it's limited, so... Get uh, it while you can. Yeah. Yep. Do your research. Voting isn't just your right. It's your responsibility. There was a lot of yeah, copy I, on uh, here. <laughs> I was going to say, let me cold read, but it would have taken the full hour and a half. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, but it, it, what it is is a lot of important information that they put on here. So mm-hmm. um, good on you, Hourglass. 
Good on you. All right. Good? I'm good. My ass hurts from this fucking too. So let's get the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This has been Ugh. the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Uh, hopefully you voted. Hopefully you voted. <laughs> uh, good luck, good evening, and good night. Mm-hmm. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Some of you. <laughs> Half of you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We love all of you. <laughs>